0: Let's talk about it with Janelle King.
1: All right, I'm Janelle King. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Oh my God, I am loving my podcast. This is just so amazing. I'm still in my first couple of episodes, so thank you to all of my listeners who are brand spanking new and following me. Um, but so this particular topic is interesting, right? So just so you know, it's called, I, I know you already saw what we're talking about, unspoken side effects. What are we talking about where are these side effects coming from? I believe it is associated with the vaccine. Now, this is a personal belief, but I don't want to come off like I am, you know, having a debate rather to vaccine or not to vaccine vaccinate. That's not what this is about at all. I truly truly believe in freedom. I believe that it is your choice. That you should be able to do whatever you want to do. I believe that if you are, um, if you're someone who has um, medical challenges, I absolutely think that you know you should vaccinate. Um, if you're re- relatively healthy, then you know you have some options. That's just how I see it. So this isn't a discussion, and, and I'm not doing a, having an anti-vax discussion. That's not what we're going to talk about. But what we are going to talk about are side effects that are seemingly connected to the vaccine. And I want to know why we're not hearing anything about it. Why are we not talking about it? I truly, truly believe that we got to give people information. And when you withhold information and then tell us to make a decision that is so important without having all the information, that's sinister to me and it's controlling, and I want to know why. So early on, we would hear about, when it comes to these side effects, when we first the vaccine first hit, we started hearing about the heart conditions in children. That was something that kind of came up a little bit. We saw some people had some nerve damage, some nerve issues, saw a little bit of that. Um, it's not confirmed, but it was assumed that this was associated with the vaccine. And we were kind of told everyone just calm down And everyone did. And then they encouraged people to get more shots. So now we're up to four boosters and people are still getting COVID. I mean, I'm seeing people catching COVID right now as at the time of this recording. Like, I mean, it's just it's more to me than I've ever seen it, even when it first was here. Um, I'm a strong believer in natural immunity. And I, I mean, we have we, my husband. and I both had COVID and we were able to, um, uh, you know, endure it. We have our natural immunity. I feel vaccinated. I feel like I got vaccinated by the Lord. OK, so fast forward to now and we saw a study or we, oh, not study. I'm sorry. We saw um, um, that because three doctors who passed away. Um, they were relatively young doctors. Um, okay, so I think, so you're telling me it's four. All right, so four doctors passed away. And then we're hearing about blood clots in people that are between age of 20 and 44, which is ridiculous because that's a super young age. Um, we saw a study that, um, or we saw that I would think it was 44% of pregnant women miscarried that was a part of the Pfizer study or trial. And now we're hearing about CrossFit athletes who are some of the healthiest people in the world who are all of a sudden showing or or having blood clots out of nowhere. So I'm like, what is really going on? And again, I'm not attacking the vaccine. I do believe it's your decision. But let us decide when we have all of the information. Stop making decisions for us. Stop telling us that we're wrong to question or to speculate. I think that is the the heartbeat of this discussion. And so we're going to talk about it. And like I always say, you know, I like talking to people who are passionate about issues. I like talking to people who do research. I don't want to talk to talking heads or experts, so to speak, that are going to tell me what the person who's paying them wants them to tell me. I want to talk to people who are doing real research, who are who have heard things, who have some kind of, you know, just some some questions. And so today I have my girl in the studio, Sarah Pritchard. Um, We became very close friends on when she worked with me and my husband during his campaign. She was phenomenal. We'll talk about that later. Um, But she loves fitness, CrossFit, and all the things above. But just to give you a little bit about her background, she was born right here in the state of Georgia. She obtained a bachelor of science from Georgia, UGA. No. Um, Georgia or not Tech. UGA, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech. Okay. In 2005, sorry about that. It's all right. Um and then earned her law degree from Sanford University in 2010. She's licensed to practice law in both Georgia and Florida. For the first half of her legal career, she was a litigator, and then she transitioned to corporate counsel. In 2021, Sarah uh, worked on my husband, Kelvin King's U.S. Senate campaign. She was a director of operations. She enjoys learning, studying about politics, health, fitness, nutrition, and she flies planes, which is so cool. That's a recent hobby. I grew up in planes. My
2: dad has always flown planes, but Uh I finally decided that I am going to officially
1: get my pilot's license. I love it. So much fun. Really? Oh, my God. I cannot wait until you can fly other people. I know. I do. I want to come up with you. (laughs) Absolutely. I trust you. but yeah, let's let's just dive in. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Janelle. Sorry so about the UGA here. Georgia Tech. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> if you're not in Georgia, you probably won't quite understand. But if you're from Georgia, you will fully understand. Um, why, why are they questioning? And, and uh, I guess I, let's, let's start here. Why is questioning seen as an attack? I don't quite understand that. Yeah. You know, I think
2: it's really important to question things. You know, mm-hmm. I've always grown up... Asking questions. You know, I've always felt like I was a curious person. I've mm-hmm. always enjoyed learning and studying things. And, you know, that's the way we learn. We ask questions. We find out the answers to those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if we don't find the, que- the answers to those questions, how do we know if the decisions that we're making are the right ones for ourselves. And that's Mm -hmm. my issue when it comes to the vaccines. Um, You know, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a great thing that we have these vaccines for people who feel like it is their best protection for the COVID-19 virus. Mm -hmm. Um, However, Mm -hmm. we should be able to ask questions about these side effects that we're seeing. Yes. You know, I'm not here to diagnose anyone or to make any scientific conclusions, but we're seeing patterns of results. Right. We're, we're seeing things that haven't happened before. We're seeing athletes dropping dead. Right, it, Things like that have happened before, mm-hmm. but not at the same rates that they're happening now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing um, these vascular events happening in in young people. Mm-hmm. We're seeing these Excess deaths, yeah, um,
1: in young people, mm-hmm. and if, if we should we should be able to ask these questions, why? Right, absolutely. You were the one who brought it to my attention about the CrossFit community, and um, and it's funny because what what made me want to turn this into a podcast is because when by the time you brought it to me, I had already started kind of following some things. I think it started when I saw that Justin Bieber's um, girlfriend—I um, don't think they got—they've gotten married, but I think it's girlfriend—that she um, had a blood clot. And she's what, twenty eight years old or something like that? Yeah, she's and totally so young. super young. And I remember thinking, Man, I wonder what that is, right? And then I started hearing more and more about it and then you brought CrossFit to me. So what is going on in the CrossFit community?
2: So this, this happened a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, CrossFit had their annual CrossFit Games. It's where they bring in people from all over the world. Some of the fittest people, they're metabol- metabolically healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at the peak of their fitness, and they compete for five days uh, in fitness. And... Over 15 years they have not had a reported incident of an athlete withdrawing for blood clots or an emergency situation involving a vascular event which would be you know a heart issue a stroke mm-hmm. um, or a blood clot and then this year two athletes were had to withdraw from the competition in an emergency situation both of them were canadian so we have to assume that they were vaccinated because Mm -hmm. in order to get to the united states you have Mm. to be vaccinated if you're not an american citizen Mm. um so you can assume that they were vaccinated um one of them had two blood clots arterial blood clots in her left arm um, which is usually where the vaccine is administered Mm. um and her arm started turning blue it went numb the doctors on scene saw this immediately realized that something was wrong took her to the hospital had to do emergency surgery saved her arm saved her life Mm. you know and and she's very lucky that this happened but it just it raises a question why Mm -hmm. is this athlete who's clearly Mm -hmm. healthy Mm -hmm. at the prime and and like the top of her career having an arterial blood clot. Now, it's not unusual for athletes to have blood clots, you know, especially Mm -hmm. when you're dehydrated, you know, you've got blood plumping, you know, you might have an injury, but an arterial blood clot's different than a venous blood clot and I, you know, I listened to a really good review of this situation by two MDs Mm -hmm. who did not treat her, but who had some really good anecdotal comments on, you know, how this happens and they really don't have an answer Mm -hmm. other than the spike protein mm-hmm. that they use to create the COVID-19 vaccine is known to cause clotting mm. and other vascular events. And when we use that to create a immune response to vaccinate individuals,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it is logical to assume yeah. that people are going to experience these same Results. I mean, it, it's documented. The CDC right. has said if you get COVID, your higher likelihood of having blood clots, heart problems, myocarditis, mm-hmm. all these problems. Right. The, lo- the next logical step would be if you get vaccinated, you're going to have this problem. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And so to
2: see, and then there was another, um, there was another gentleman who was uh, um, an older, an older athlete, I believe he was in his 40s, who also competed, who had, I think he had a blood clot in his brain mm-hmm. um, that they were able to diagnose and catch and remove and save his life oh, as well. And yeah. Again, it's anecdotal. We don't know if the vaccine caused this, but you take 15 years of this event happening and not having a a single event, and then all of a sudden the first year that the United States requires Mm -hmm. non-citizens to be vaccinated in order to participate in this event or to come into the United States, Mm -hmm. and we have two. There's not that many... I mean, there's maybe a couple hundred athletes in all of the age groups that that come here. Mm.
1: So this is a big deal. I mean, two. I think it, it is. Is, um, is is enough <laughs> to, to draw attention. To um, so at least ask the question, right? That's what we're here right. about: asking the question, ask the questions, and then you know, because if a blood clot travels to the heart, it would immediately cause a heart attack, correct? I'm not sure about that, but so, okay. So that's that's what i I saw, saw that it, it can immediately can cause a massive heart attack, mm-hmm. right? If you have a blood clot that travels to your heart and a lot of times it starts in your leg mm-hmm. we're seeing it starting in all, in all kinds of places and typically from i watched that same podcast and i really enjoyed it because um it, it, it was very it wasn't leaning to a side it was just giving you the facts and when he talked about trauma and how trauma can typically cause a blood clot or you know traveling on planes and stuff but when you're just doing what you always do and you're healthy, you know, I mean, a relatively healthy or extremely healthy in some cases. Um, And then all of a sudden now a blood clot just comes out of nowhere. It's just like where, why, again, why are we not talking about this? Exactly. Why are we not talking about this? Um, When it comes to the study with the the pregnant women. Yes. I know that there was mention, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you remember when it first came out and we were telling people like, okay, be careful if you're pregnant. And then you were getting shouted down. Yes, but that and, was wrong. And the CDC
2: is, please, if you're pregnant, go get the vaccine. Protect yourselves. Protect right. your baby. Right, right. And it's safe. It's okay. Right. And then the study comes out that 44% of pregnant women in mm-hmm. Pfizer's vaccine trial either abort, had spontaneous abortion, which is effectively a yeah. miscarriage, or a miscarriage. Right. They lost their baby. 44% of women in this trial lost their baby, and they tried to hide that from us. It right. only came out because of a, an FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request. Like, we had to force Pfizer to release mm-hmm. these documents, we being the public. Yeah. yeah. Why? And, and again, was it the vaccine that caused us? You know, maybe there are other reasons. Maybe it has to do with the pandemic lockdown effects. Maybe there are other things. Maybe people weren't getting treatment that they should have gotten because they're scared of going to the doctor. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of these other things. But again, we should be asking these questions and finding these out because,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, with this pandemic, a lot of things changed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know my uh, my great uncle, he mm. refused to go to the hospital a few times for mm-hmm. for some health issues mm. um, because he was just terrified of COVID. You yeah. know, it, it, it's so scary.
1: I mean, COVID, COVID, he should have been. should be. I mean, that's how Kelvin got it. Exactly. The
2: hospital. <laughs> he, right. And, and so he was so terrified mm-hmm. of catching COVID. Mm-hmm. He's older. He's not metabolically healthy. Yeah. And, you know, he was afraid of catching COVID. And a couple of things happened mm. that ended up being worse than they could have been. Now he's fine. Yeah. But he he did not seek treatment when he could have. Yeah. If that's... If that's the answer to a lot of these things, all right. Mm-hmm. So maybe it wasn't caused by the vaccine. Then we need to know that too. So then the right. next time we have a pandemic, then we can deal with it in that way too. We need to know the answers to these questions so that yes. we know how to deal with the next one. Exactly. And don't just shut mm-hmm. us up.
1: And I, I feel like I feel like we've had experiences from other stuff. I mean, the swine flu, right? That mm-hmm. Are examples the of bird when flu. right the bird flu of when of the proper way of handling things. And what I don't understand is that why is it never okay to. Just allow people to do what they want to do. If you want to stay at home because you are afraid, and that's totally fine, you stay at home, right? I don't think we should force people to go to work if they are if we have a pandemic. We're in the middle of a pandemic, but if you're a private business and you talk to your staff and they all say, "Well, look, we're good," like in our office, we everyone had their own individual office, so you know they we we were able to come back a little bit earlier than others. Why can't these private businesses? Why do you think they they don't want us making decisions for ourselves? Never in the history of the world have we
2: quarantined the healthy. In a pandemic,
1: you don't quarantine the healthy.
2: You quarantine the sick, the vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You know, your elderly, your your people who are sick who are vulnerable Mm. to catching it. You don't quarantine your healthy. Mm. You know, elaborate on that a little bit. Right. So, your health. You want your healthy people out doing things. You want Mm. to. That helps produce herd immunity, right? Right. You get people out there. You you get your people who are metabolically healthy. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just looking at a study this morning about if you're metabolically healthy mm-hmm. meaning that you do not have you know diabetes you're not obese and you don't have you know you've got good vitamin D levels mm-hmm. you've got a strong immune system your chances of catching severe covid being hospitalized by covid or dying from covid are relatively low mm-hmm. now again it's not it's not a 100% indicator it's more of a predictor mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you you get your healthy people out in the community You're getting this natural immunity out there, right? But you're Mm -hmm. protecting your vulnerable so that they don't catch it as long as
1: possible. Gotcha
2: but you don't but you're but you're not stopping society and then right. what we did by shutting everything down is all of a sudden all right so we kept the covid levels down and then all of a sudden society can't be shut down for that long we no. almost burst right, right. because you we, we can you can't hold your people in i mean you, you <laughs> saw what happened to to the young children who couldn't you know having to be you know, stuck at home right. um and, and schooled at home and you know yeah. once we go out then all of a sudden the numbers like mm-hmm. went up again and we're seeing it was just and they were crazy. And this whole the time intent.
1: we were trying to flatten the curve. Remember, yeah, it was the whole like the whole idea of us going in and sheltering in was to flatten the curve. And I think we flattened it forty-five times before. No pun intended, because I know President Trump is forty-five. <laughs> but um, we but we flattened it like forty-five times before we were able to. You know, I mean, before anyone even talked about the curve being flat, right? Exactly. And and it, it turned into this political spin yeah. in order to stay. I, I guess they realize that okay everyone's afraid let's use fear and use this as an opportunity to win elections and we just took advantage of people's lives. And I think that's what your answer is is mm.
2: I think that there were we were not following the science we were At doing all. things that we've never done when it comes to public mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we haven't had pandemics before. Right. This is not the first time we've seen pandemics before. We've just mm-hmm. didn't, we've done things that we've never done before because of politics. Right. And we didn't have true scientists involved. We had politicians and ideologues yes. and people who lie to us who think that they know better right. and and dr fauci and dr burks have admitted it yeah. mm-hmm. that they lied to us they, li- they lied to us about vaccines yep. the cdc has changed the definition of a vaccine and the definition mm-hmm. of vaccinated mm-hmm. and if you read it now you know a vaccine no longer is to produce immunity from a virus yeah. or from a condition it, it is to produce protection and you know what also produces protection being metabolically healthy, having a yes. strong immune system, and and yep. So why do we not get the choice of whether or not we want to take the risk of taking a vaccine, right? Or the risk of you know if we want to do the hard work, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard work being metabolically healthy. It's hard work it having is. a strong immune system. <laughs> These things
1: are not easy. You have to maintain it. You have to maintain it. <laughs> it's a not lot easy. Of work. It is, and but mm-hmm. why are we not given that same opportunity to protect ourselves right. in that way? Right. You know that leads me to this. So um, we, I, I mean. Thank <laughs> you. If you know me, if I, I'm a strong opponent of of natural holistic medicine, I mean, I just I live by it. I mean, we Kelvin and I drink ginger water every single day until we realize that ginger can be effective on your heart a little bit if you drink too much of it. So, <laughs> so I kind of toned it down a little bit. Anything can be can be bad if you take too much of it. Exactly, right, so everything we, in moderation. We've, we've we've decided to tone it down a bit, so we don't drink as much ginger water. But I don't I know for a fact we'll talk about that another on another show that the benefits that I've seen from it. Um, And turmeric, I drink Mm -hmm. turmeric water, boil the root, drink the water, right? And I've seen huge benefits from that. Um, So... But I was talking to my acupuncturist, mm-hmm. and she said that, you know, it's just, I don't understand why we can't get this covered in, you know, with health insurance, right? And I that got me thinking, and I was like, are there any holistic medicine? So holistic doctors as a whole, holistic medicine is never covered. Can you imagine... If a woman or a man who has diabetes decide to go to a holistic doctor and they put them on a regimen for food, they could possibly, possibly completely eradicate diabetes out of their body. Right. And that and bring them to a place of health. Where oh, it is. To be on it is well known
2: that di- type two diabetes can mm-hmm. be cured through diet and exercise. Yes. That is not you know, that's not in question. The problem mm-hmm. is that a lot of people don't want to put in the hard work to do that. They would mm-hmm. much rather take the insulin and take the pills, Which is their choice. Which is their choice. Yeah, totally the problem fine. comes when it when it comes to when they're on government mm-hmm. health care. Yes. And now we're having to pay for their choices.
1: Right. You know?
2: And and, mm-hmm. and it's one thing if it's a it's if it's something that's outside of their control, but now you're mm-hmm. taking in you know, lifestyle choices yeah. that are within your control. Mm-hmm. Or they don't know. Or they don't There's know. who don't know what and to eat, a, right? A lot of people don't know, and that's yeah. the other problem too. I mean, uh, gym memberships can't be covered by health insurance, right? <laughs> Which it should. Which it should, or at <laughs> least help us reduce our insurance premiums. Something. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Why are our insurance premiums not reduced by how healthy we are? Right. You know, I don't go to the doctor. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a sick person. I don't get sick. They do with life sick. insurance. They do with life insurance, and I
1: think that's how we're going to get to the bottom of all of this. That, okay, that, that that's a perfect segue because right? that was my next question: was how do we get to the bottom of this? So uh, over the last, I guess, in
2: 2022, a couple mm-hmm. of reports have come out with the amount of money mm-hmm. that life insurance companies have had to pay out mm-hmm. in 2021 over the previous years for mm-hmm. excess deaths, um, meaning the deaths that they weren't expecting okay. of of people. I think it's 18 to 64, working age people. Mm -hmm. I think it was 167% more than the average of 2019 and 2020.
1: That's a lot. 167%. And when you're in
2: the, I mean, insurance, life insurance companies, yeah, they pay out money, but they're still Mm -hmm. in the business of making money. They make money because they bring in more in premiums and they pay out in- insurance payouts when these
1: people are passing away are, are they are they putting covid on their death certificates or are we i don't know the like answer to that but one and...
2: study did say that 20 percent mm-hmm. of their increase was attributable to not covid deaths um but non-covid related deaths exit percent 20 percent of the increase was related young people yes of non-covid related excess deaths how do we get the real data I think that's where the insurance, co- you know, right mm-hmm. now we can't trust the government to give us the data, right? They are right. self-interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't trust the drug companies. Mm-hmm. They're self-interested. They want to sell as many vaccine doses as possible, right? Yep. yep. Uh, the government right now is still in cover-up mode because sure. they want to save face. So, you know, look, the CDC right now is right. is in this big shakeup because they know that they mishandled the COVID response. Yes. Yes. Um, I think you're going to get your answer through the insurance company, the life insurance companies and actuaries. They are the mm. only ones who are financially motivated to find mm. the reason as to why there are so many excess deaths of young, healthy people. Mm. Because if you know, they, they make money in having people pay more in premiums than they have to pay out in life insurance policies. And so if they can That's figure so out why people are dying earlier than expected, whether it's based on their vaccination status, whether it's based on a lifestyle issue related to COVID, Mm -hmm. then I guarantee you they're going to factor that into how much people are going to have to pay for for their life insurance premiums. That's how we're going to figure this out. Oh my
1: goodness. And you know what? I I wouldn't be surprised if down the line we start, they start to implement uh, um, these stipulations around who can get life insurance and how much. Mm-hmm. Even while you're younger, yep. if you had the vaccine, yeah. right? because I mean, that's where it will head. If they just start to discovering if they start to uncover that people are passing away because of effects from the vaccine, then they have to cover themselves, right? Exactly. They'll go out of business, these insurance companies. Exactly. That's a good point. Um, what 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 led you to that? Like, how did you figure that out? Is that just from doing studies or? <laughs> uh, I've, I've heard a couple
2: of people mention yeah. that and, and it just made sense to me because I've been wondering the same thing too. If, if we can't, yeah. You know, if we can't rely on the government giving us good data, and, I, and that's the problem that I'm having here is is yeah. that they're lying to us. Yes. And, and they're admitting that they're lying to us because they want to protect us. I yeah. don't want the government to protect me. It's not the government's job to protect me. Right. Part of liberty to me mm-hmm. is giving me all of the information mm-hmm. so that I can make my own decision for myself. Yes. That is very important to me. Yeah. And if you're not giving me all of the information, if you're hiding things from me and if you're lying to me mm-hmm. because of some greater good, then I don't really have liberty because I'm right. not making decisions based off of the truth. I'm making right. decisions based off of your agenda.
1: Yes. And that's not liberty. That That is, that is the... As we're coming to a close, oh my god, this time goes by so fast. But I try my best to keep it at a certain time frame because of sure. the fact that I know that people are driving and listening and all that. But um but as we're coming to a close, I think that's where we have hope, right? There's right. hope in and in, in this because there are more people that are talking about it. It is becoming, you know. Obviously, we have to go and find the sites that are not the most prominent sites of you know media outlets yeah. to tell us. Um, but but as you as we're as we're coming to a close, how what's your advice to people who may have gotten the vaccine and may be afraid, right? Like they're listening to us and they're like, oh my god, is this going to happen to me? what do I do? Like, what would you say? I think the best thing you can do is stay healthy. Right. You know, if you've already got the vaccine, there's nothing you can do about it now. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm, and again, some people, the vaccine may be the best choice for you. Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't know your certain, your certain situation, but whether you've gotten the vaccine, whether you haven't, mm-hmm do your research. Yeah. Look things up and question things. What no matter where it comes from, always question, mm-hmm. question the the data that you're being given. Mm-hmm. Question the motives of the report that you're reading, the article you're reading, who's writing it? What's their motive? Yeah. Find another source, try to verify that source, try mm-hmm. to find as many sources as possible. And then if you've already taken it and you're afraid, then you know the best thing I think you can do to protect yourself is to be healthy. Right. Eat a healthy diet. You know, stay away from too many carbs, too many sugars. <laughs> I think that's one of the most important things. Sugar will
1: kill you. Sugar will kill you. Sugar <laughs> is
2: bad. Be it metabolically is. healthy. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I I think it's really important, even if you're not pre diabetic, I think it's really important for everybody to test your blood sugar. Just keep an eye on it. Not saying yeah. that you have to test your blood sugar after every meal, but just keep an eye on it. See where it's at. See how your body reacts to different things. Right. Everybody's body is different. Right. Um, and just being that's one of the things that I've found is just being aware of your body and how your body reacts to certain things because mm-hmm. what's right for me may not be right for you. Yeah. Um, so just being aware of your body, you know, getting, getting the sun, seeing the sun, right. Getting sunlight, natural vitamin D is amazing. You know, listen exercising, walking, <laughs> even you know, listen to
1: your body. I would like to recommend a book called Back to Eden mm-hmm. and um, I love it, love it, love it. But it, 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 it's a host of remedies, like natural remedies that uh, my parents had. I grew up on and anytime we had any illness or ailment, they would go to that book. And I remember that and they'll put together food and teas and I'll feel better. And you know what? Um. Why
2: should that not be the first the first thing that we go to? And if that yeah. doesn't work, you know, that's why we have doctors and we have science and all those other things, but I think mm-hmm. we would all be better if we looked for easy
1: right.
2: solutions first and just going to medicine and
1: chemicals and <clears throat> Yes, absolutely and like that. No, I'm told I totally totally agree. Well, thank you so much Sarah for joining <laughs> for joining me in the studio. <laughs> I wish y'all could see like we are total we're, we're girlfriends for sure. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining me for having this conversation, for assisting me with all of this. Um, you know, as I always say as I'm closing, you know, disagreement is a demo- is democracy. You do yes. not have to agree with me. Matter of fact, I prefer it sometimes. And I think that you should question it, right? That's what this is all about. But the answer- of the day we're not telling you not to get the vaccine we're not telling you that you shouldn't have gotten the vaccine what we are telling you is that you should question it if you feel some type of way make sure that you question it so thank you so much for joining us I'm so excited please stay tuned for the next one again I'm Janelle King and you have a wonderful day we've talked about it now you go talk about it
0: listen each week at the podcastpark.com or wherever you get your podcasts listen and subscribe